Curtis Pipes. Imagine never having to listen to Curtis Pipes. Curtis Pipes. Curtis Pipes. Curtis Pipes. What is up, my beautiful people? Thank you for tuning in to another episode of the Live Unapologetically podcast. I am your host, Curtis Pipes. As always, I want to thank you for tuning in. It does my heart some good to be able to read your messages, your comments, uh, and let me know that you know what I'm telling you and what I'm expressing to you all is changing your life. And that's the whole point of this podcast. So I want to get into it right away with this one. This is another topic I'm actually excited about. And it comes from a conversation I was having the other day with a friend of mine. And needless to say, there's a lot of things going on in the world right now. And the aftermath of the tidal wave of the pandemic, needless to say, has caused a lot of people some mental health issues, definitely some life changes. And I was speaking to my friend, and he's a very resourceful person. He is an entrepreneur. He's been an entrepreneur his entire life. And basically, when he has fallen down, he gets back up right away. He's just a very resourceful person. And it goes along the lines of what we both believe is that there um, isn't a situation that you can't be resourceful in. It just happens that us as human beings feel that we are resourceless sometimes, and that's not the case. We are very resourceful human beings. But the situation that he is in right now has to do with a business that he started about three, three four months ago, online space delivering automation to companies who basically are looking for automation to make their business grow quicker, grow easier, and take a lot of the workload off to save money so they can invest it back in their business. And it's not going as easy or as he expected. It's not jumping off as he expected, which, I mean, that's what happens when you start a new business. There's going to be bumps in the road. But since he's been an entrepreneur his entire life and he's had massive, massive success in his life, he's a seven-figure earning easy a year. He expected and envisioned this business with all the research that he did, with all the organization, the processes and strategies that he did to launch his business, that it was going to pop off like his other businesses. And he had success pretty quick, but it's fallen off and he's lost clients. And so he was complaining a lot the other day about how He's lost clients. He doesn't understand why it was going on. He's done this. He's done that. You know, it's he's blaming it on the customers, how they said they had the money. They had the money. They dropped out because they were scared that it wasn't going to bring them the money that they envisioned. So they'd rather save their money and be safe and secure as opposed to taking a risk. So I just listened and complained about it and everything. And it made it got me to thinking because he didn't ask for my advice. So I wasn't going to give him my advice. I just wanted to sit there and listen. But it got me thinking about how, and this is what I wanted to talk to you all about, and you don't, you don't even have to be an entrepreneur. You don't have to be a business owner. You can be simply someone who works out. You can be in a relationship. You can have a nine to five. It could just be you doing you in your life, and there's a situation that has brought you some turbulence. And it's this. This is what I want to talk to you about. If you are complaining if you are complaining, you are not in the game 
of changing the situation. If you are complaining about what is going on, you are not in the game of changing the situation. When you are complaining about what's going on in your life, you are complaining about things that are easily in your control, but you don't even want to control them. You don't, even want to try, you don't even want to try to change them. And this may trigger you, and that's good. I want it to trigger you. I want my podcast, if there's something that really hits home with you, I want it to trigger you because on the other side of that trigger is going to be the change for you if you decide to look within and grow through it. But if you are complaining, you're doing nothing except for possibly making your voice hoarse, causing more stress and anxiety, and the situation is going to be there the following day, the next minute, the next second. Whereas if you took responsibility, and that is the first thing that you must do when you want to stop complaining to change the situation, is take responsibility. Take full, radical, relentless responsibility and accountability for your actions, the ones that you can control. When you're complaining about, I'll use my, my friend again, when, you, when he is complaining about his Clients that took their money back, they, they were scared, they were fearful that it wasn't, the return wasn't going to be what they thought, so they'd rather be safe and secure. He's complaining about what they did. He can't control that. But what can he do? He can easily take responsibility for the actions of getting new clients, going back, and the wheel, the strategy, the wheel, the strategy that he created warrants massive success. So if he's taking responsibility for his actions and his words, he could easily and he should easily say to himself, you know what, I can't control that. I can't control what these clients have done. Yeah, it pisses me off. I'm going to be in my feels, but I'm not going to get all extra about it and sit there. Now, when we left the conversation, he was complaining. He was still sitting in his feelings, which is fine. But I'm hoping now it's been a couple days later that he's, he's made massive action to get back into his power and not re-implement, but continue to implement his massive strategy, which caused him the, easy, the quick success at the beginning. Because what he has created as far as automation is concerned is absolutely amazing. But when you are not taking responsibility or accountability for your actions, you no longer have any power. You have given your power over to the ether, basically, to things that you can't control. You've given, he's, he gave his power over to the clients that he lost. If you're complaining about the weight that you haven't lost because, you know, it's, there's something that you need to change, but you're giving your power over to the possibility of the food that you're eating that isn't good for you, the possibility that you're not sleeping, you're not resting. The workout that you have done has been monotonous and bland and hasn't changed in a very long time, so your body's plateauing, but yet you're complaining, I haven't lost weight, you know, my trainer hasn't done this, my trainer hasn't done that, oh, I'm not eating enough food, blah, blah, blah. Well, you have control of what you put in your mouth, so if you know you're not eating enough with that basic statement that you've made, you've given your power over to your refrigerator. You're giving your power to change things over to your, to your personal trainer. Take relentless responsibility for your actions for what you can control and you can sit down and talk to your personal trainer and figure out what the deal is so you continue to lose fat and get stronger. If you were complaining about your job, you can quit. I'll just jump right into it. You can quit if you want to quit. 
or assess yourself and see where you can grow in your job so you can earn a raise or find out what is great that you can present to the table that no one else is doing in the business, that is your talent, that is your skill, and go to your, your manager about it. Go to your boss about it, whoever. But sitting in your feelings, in the bar, talking to your girlfriend, talking to your boyfriend, texting about it, bitching about your boss, how he or she is this, and they haven't done this, I wish they would do this. Once again, that's not going to change your situation. And you're not in your power. So you must take radical, relentless responsibility and stop complaining. Because like I said, you're not in the game. You are basically, let's use this analogy. You're basically, let's say you're watching football. Football is my sport. and That's American football, that is. I am a diehard fan of football. I'm a diehard Steelers fan. I've been a, stu- I've been a student of the game my entire life. So when you were complaining, and I said you're not in the game, there are six levels to this. And I want you to figure out where you are. And obviously, you don't want to be in any of the first five positions that I'm going to talk about. You want to be in the last one. And I will say what the last one is as we get closer to it. So number one, when you're complaining, you could be that person that's in the living room, okay? You're, you're in the living room, you're unconscious of the impact of your indecision and not forwarding your game. So in other words, you're that person that has no clue what the game of football is about. And this is a joke, then again, it's not. This is like my mother when it comes to football. She's watched football her entire life and still doesn't understand the game of football. Um, but I let it slide because I try to tune her out when we watch football together because Lord knows she's not ruining my moment. But anyway, back on task. It's like the person that's in the living room watching football for the first time and criticizes and complaining about everything, but they have no idea about the X and O's, a 4-3 defense, the, the, what the hell an audible is, what a, what is a split receiver is, what a... A tailback is, I mean, I can go on with all the analogies in the world, but they have no idea, but they're complaining. You could be that person who is in the living room, sees the situation that you were in, and yet you have no idea what to do. And so you stay in your feels about what you think is the right thing. And you're going to complain about it because you don't do anything about it. The fan that is on the couch complaining about a team and what they, what he thinks or what she thinks they should do is someone who has no idea about the game and they can easily try to study up on the game so the next time they see a play of maybe their favorite team or the next time they happen to watch football, at least they can give some kind of educated, educated suggestion. That's position number one, in the living room. Now, the second one, number two, is the car park where you think about it and you talk about it And you loosely pivot. You loosely pivot. So you know what's going on. You have some idea what's going on. You think about what's going on, but you talk about it. So you're still complaining. You're still complaining about, you know, you haven't lost the weight. Your job is mundane. You haven't gotten any raise. And you're thinking about doing something to add more value to the business. You're thinking about, in my friend's case, re-implementing the strategy to get more clients in. Use his funnel, more sales calls. You're thinking about talking about it and you loosely pivot, meaning that you do it your own way. 
in a very loose way where you're giving like a half-ass effort. So this would be similar to someone, again, in the car park, they're the ones that tailgate. You know, they, they open up the back of their car. They got the big barbecue grill. They have this big old party and they hear the game. They listen to it on the radio. They have the, they have the TV out there. They're talking about the game, but they ain't in the stadium. So they really can't see what's going on. They don't know the atmosphere. They're not paying attention. They're sitting there eating their food and they're having the drinks. And so next thing you know, they don't even know what quarter it is, but yet they're complaining. They're talking about it, but they're, and they're talking about the game. And yet, they don't know what the heck they're talking about. They think they do. And so what could they do instead of go into the game and see what the heck is going on? That's position number two. Onlookers. These are the ones who are getting into the game. They've dipped their toe in the water. This is position number three, the onlookers. They dip their toe in, and they're still thinking about it, thinking about it more, what they need to do. They've may have written some things down, two or three things that they must do or that they, they get to do. Because it's always an opportunity to get to do something. And they're talking about it more. You know, they're getting more motivation and more inspired to do it. But yet they still loosely pivot the, the way they want to. You know, they're talking about it, thinking about it more. They made a little list. And nothing changes again. The onlookers are like the person at a stadium who are inside at the concession stand. They still don't go into the game. They may have played some ball sometime in their life. But they watch the TV at the concession stand, still not really getting the feel of the game, the atmosphere of the game, and see, you know, how much time is really on the clock and how the defense is performing, how the offense is performing, and why the coach is calling these plays and or these schemes on defense, and they still bitching and complain. So again, in my friend's case, he's talking about it more. He made a list on what he's going to do, possibly can do, but he loosely pivots. He doesn't fall, he doesn't, he doesn't um follow through with everything he wrote down. He doesn't follow through what he talks about. So he's not talking, he's not walking his talk. And yet he knows that the atmosphere of his business is this. He's lost some clients. He can easily replace those clients. But he doesn't know what the atmosphere in his niche is because he decided to complain for the next, for the couple of days, maybe a few more days, and hasn't jumped in to see what's going on. So he's only basing it on what he has seen on the TV. He's only basing it on what he has seen in front of him, which was his clients leaving. That's number three. So we'll do a little recap before I continue on. Position number one, living room. On the couch, don't know crap about the game, don't know crap about the business. Yeah, you complain. You don't, you don't know crap about what actually is happening in your business or in your relationship or you're, you're why you haven't lost weight. And yet you complain and, have, and won't do anything about it. You'll stay unconscious to it. The fact that you should be conscious to change it. Number two, you're in the car park. You know a little bit about it. You talk about it, you think about it, and you dabble your foot in, you loosely pivot. You can hear, see what's going on in, the, in your industry, and yet you complain about you're not getting yours, yet you ain't even decided to go in and try to get on the field. Onlookers, you're in a stadium. You know, you go to the network marketing events or whatever it is you go to, these these masterminds and you still are on the sidelines or at the table in the corner just looking at people and complaining how your business isn't doing anything. Now, number four, you're in the bleachers. So you're getting closer to the field. You're getting closer to being actually in the game, but you're still complaining. You are still complaining. It's very similar to the onlooker and the fact that you're thinking about it, you're talking about it, and you're loosely pivoting. 
but maybe now, now maybe since you've talked about it, you have decided to do a couple of things that you wrote down that were in your head and action them, but you're still doing it your way. You've actually, you've, you've taken action, unlike the onlooker, definitely unlike the person in the car park, but you're doing it your way. So in the case of wanting to lose weight, you, if you don't have a trainer, or you do have a trainer, let's say you do have a trainer, but yet your thing is, I'm going to reduce my calories to a thousand. I'm going to really up my cardio. I'm still going to drink a lot of water, but I'm going to work out twice a day for an hour and a half. Now, you're doing it your way. Will you lose weight? Most likely. But is it healthy and sustainable? No. So you're doing it your way. You take a little bit of action, but you're not taking the healthy action. The healthy action would be you to get in touch with your personal trainer or your fitness professional and sit down with them because they are the one that I was on level six. And again, I'm not going to tell you that, but we're getting real close. So just keep it, just keep it locked in. But the bleachers, you see a little bit more of the game. So if you are at an event where you're supposed to be networking to meet new people, or let's go with this one in a relationship. I haven't talked about a relationship yet. So you're actually seeing what's going on in your relationship. You see that you all are not communicating. You see the fact that y'all are just living. You think about, oh, you know, I'll give a compliment here and there, and I'll, I'll say this to him, or I'll help, I'll help with this, I'll help her with this, and help with the kids more. And when I come in from work, I want, when my husband comes in from work, I want I'm automatically jump on him about what's going on in the house. I give him a space. So you're taking some action. So good job on that. You're talking things out a little bit. But how, you, how do you loosely pivot and do it your own way? You give it like two or three minutes and then you rail on them. Or my man, you come in for like two or three minutes, play with the kids, and you want to sit in front of the TV or whatever it is. You're doing it your way. I gave just a little bit of effort, but now I'm going to go back to my comfort zone. That's the bleachers person. They see the game. They talk about the game. They have some experience in the game, maybe some college ball, and yet they still don't know what the hell they're talking about. Now, fifth position, you're on the sidelines. So now you're in the game, but you're not necessarily in the game. I'll say that again. You're in the game, but you're not necessarily in the game. So you are in your relationship You've all you maybe had some relationship counseling. You maybe just had those hard conversations. So now you're in the game, but since you're on the sidelines, you're not implementing shit. You have your business. You're in the game now. You've gotten some great contacts, some great new sales uh, sales calls coming up for you. So you implemented the new strat or the strategy once again. And yet you sabotage yourself. So you're on that sideline again, complaining about someone who's in level six is doing, even though you could easily do it if you decided to. So you're doing your version and you're getting your own version of results. Now, number six. And again, I wanted to keep this till last. I didn't want to tell you what it was because it's my favorite. And this is where results will come your way because this is the level that you must be on in order to get results. But we'll recap once again. Level one, 
you're in the living room. Level two, three, and four. Similar, again, talking and thinking, loosely pivoting. But as you go up to levels two, three, four, you're doing, you're thinking more. You've wrote a list. You've actually did some action when it comes to being in the bleachers. And you're talking about it more in a positive way as opposed to just complaining and playing a victim. So you, you have more experience in the game, too, as you go up two, three, and four. Number five, you're in the game, but you're doing it your way. So you're getting your version of results, which you know you don't like, but yet you want to still try doing it your way. It's like being on a hamster wheel of torture, but you like the torture. Now, number six, number six, my favorite is the Super Bowl. You were on the field. You were in the damn game and you were playing the game. But you're not playing the game as, as, a, as just a starter. You're playing the game as someone who is changing the game and making the game play to your rules. So when I was talking about the, in the fitness example earlier, how so the client is doing it their own way. So they're going to do two, day, or two times a day of cardio, reduce their calories, yeah, they're going to get their version of results, but it's not the results that they're going to want. They, it's, not, it's not the results that they can sustain. So when I'm saying that they should need to talk to the trainer because the trainer is level six, their trainer is in the Super Bowl. They are on the field taking action, forwarding the game, and they're playing to win. They're evolving their business. They're evolving their knowledge. So they're playing the game on their own level. Because they are committed, they're responsible, they've taken accountability, they're integrous, they're focused, and beyond their default, which basically means they are beyond what their comfort zone. And that's what you must be. Not necessarily in the PT, but that's what you must be as a person. Regardless if you have your business, regardless if it's relationship, regardless if it's in fitness, whatever it is, if it's just simple personal development, if you want things to change in your mindset, you must be playing the Super Bowl game. You must be playing at a Tom Brady level. You must be playing at a Tom Brady level where everything you know is your responsibility. Everything you know, you must take accountability for everything you think, everything you say, everything you action, who you are being. You take full, radical, relentless responsibility and full, radical, relentless accountability. There's no other way to be to get the results that you want. Because when you're complaining, you're complaining about what you haven't gotten because you know what you want. You're complaining about you haven't lost five pounds because you know you want to lose five pounds and you know what it will do for you as far as your self-confidence is concerned. You know how it will make you feel. You know how it will make you look. So you know the game that you could be and should be playing, but you're not playing it. But when you're in a Super Bowl mode, even though you do have a, a trainer, you're on the field being that champ that you need to be. Because even Tom Brady has a coach. Even Tom Brady has a coach. His quarterback coach is phenomenal. But your coach is the PT, but you are being the Super Bowl player. You are being the Super Bowl champ. You are being the Super Bowl champ in your business. You are being the Super Bowl champ for yourself, which will transcend into you being a Super Bowl partner, Super Bowl father, Super Bowl partner, Super Bowl mother, whatever. 
but taking full responsibility in the fact that your actions are going to dictate your results and you know that, you're going to halt a lot of unnecessary crap. You're going to halt that whole complaining and staying in your feelings for a long period of time and not taking action because you can't have progress and results when you're in your feelings, when you're complaining, because complaining is one of the quickest ways to stop action. The only action you're doing is flapping your jaws when you should be exercising your brain and figuring out what the heck is going on and how you can actually move forward. So you win that Super Bowl game. So nobody, as far as the defense is concerned, a competitor comes in, takes your next client, or your self-sabotaging ways come in and stop you from getting your next client. Or you say something to your partner which you, out of resentment or just out of the fact that you're frustrated with yourself, and so your default comes into play, and you say something you don't mean. So being on level six, being actually in the Super Bowl on the field playing the game where you know how much time is on the clock and you or you know that by this time in your 90 day game plan, you should be at this level. So what do I need to do to get there? Same thing with the two with the two minute drill at the end of games or at the end of the half. You have this this many yards you need to get to get a field goal. You know what you know maybe this linebacker has an injury or he can't hold he can't keep up with your tailback. So I'm gonna throw some things in the flat and let my tailback do his thing and run right past him or whatever it may be. But you know the you know the process that you must action to get what you want, and you're not complaining about how you have a sore ankle or how these clients left you or how your spouse is not listening to you or how the how the food that you're eating is getting boring. There's a method to the madness, and you know it, and you're willing to be just as mad inside that madness as possible to get what you want. But nothing will come from the first five levels. Some will come from level five. Again, you're doing it your way, but you're getting your own version of results. But it's not the results that you ultimately want that is going to cause you to feel success and be successful. So let's recap real quick, uh, beautiful people. Level one, living room. Level two, car park. Level three, onlookers. Level four, bleachers. Pretty much the same. You're complaining, you really don't know nothing, you know a little bit, yet you're still complaining and you're doing it your own way in, in stadium level five. You're doing it your way and getting your own results. But if you want to change the game, if you want to change the game and win the game on your terms, you got to be in the Super Bowl. You got to be that Super Bowl player. Because look at it like this. Not everybody in football, American football, who gets to the Super Bowl returns the next year. So in that moment is their time. Time doesn't care about them next year. Time is in their favor now. So you may not be able, if you continue to complain, get that weight off and do it your own way. So take advantage of the time now and be the person that's going to play the game to the best of their ability to lose that weight so you feel great. And then on the end of that, you also look great. Time cannot be on your side if you're an entrepreneur or business owner. 
The more you complain about what's not going right, you're losing time on getting clients. Next thing you know, that high paying client that you had in your schedule, you did not call because you were in your field. So you rescheduled it. Now went with somebody else. You lost the opportunity to, to be on the field in the Super Bowl and gain that new client because you decided to be on the sidelines and complain about what someone else is doing in your field better than you. Not, maybe not even better than you just because they're taking action and you're not in your relationship. You sit there complaining about your spouse, but you ain't saying nothing. So you do in your version, you pat, you're passively aggressive, you weaponize incompetence, you weaponize his feelings. So you're doing it your way, hoping to get the results that you want, which you will. You do it your way, you'll get your version of the results. But, but in the, in the looking at it as a relationship of two people, is that the results that are going to benefit both of you? Or do you want to be on the Super Bowl, in the Super Bowl and take advantage of the time you have before the problem gets big, even bigger, that could possibly cause your partner to say, I'm done? Do you want to take advantage of being on the field right then and there and have the talk that you need to have from a constructive and loving place? But the Super Bowl is where it's at. Level six is where it's at. You must take that action. Forward your game by taking responsibility. Forward your game by taking accountability. Play to win. Whatever winning is to you, you play to win. And you will evolve as a human being. Your business will evolve. Your relationship will evolve. Your fitness journey will definitely evolve when you're, in, when you're on this field, when you're on this level. Because you're committed, meaning there's no wiggle room, there's no blame game, you're not looking for a quick fix or an escape route, you are committed to the process. I'll say that again, you're committed to the process. It's one of those things that so many people, I feel, miss. They know what they must do. They know the game they must play but they do it the wrong way or they don't change at all. They just want to keep wishing and doing it their way and hoping that something or the universe opens up to them. Like, okay, fine, I give up. You're doing it your way. I'll just give you what you want. It doesn't work that way. If you're in business, no client's going to be like, okay, I see them struggling or potential client or whatever, potential customer. I see them struggling and doing it their way. Oh, I'll just give them my money. No, they want you to solve their problem the easiest and most effective way so they don't have to think about it. You must know this. In your relationship, I see my partner trying. I see, you know, he or she doing this, and I see them doing the dishes, or I see them, you know, giving me intimacy, but they're not giving it to me the way I want. So I'm not going to go and give it to them. That's you trying to get results your own way, and you make it a little bit, but at the same time, you're not having the conversation you need to have, the heavy conversation. And so don't be surprised when you do it your own way and only give so little then nothing changes. Take responsibility for your actions and your words and what you can change and do it. So I hope you get something from this. And if you are in any of those situations, 
take a conscious look, an honest, hard look at where you are. Are you in the living room? Are you just unconscious of the impact of indecision and not forwarding your game? Are you in the car park? Do you have an idea of what you need to change, but yet you don't know the full extent of the environment, but yet you're complaining, even though you're not even nowhere near the kid, you're not even nowhere near the field. Are you an onlooker? You see the game, you know, you're thinking about some things, talking about some things, but you loosely pivot, but you're complaining. Are you in the bleachers? You can see the game. You're at the corner table, though, watching the game. And again, you're doing it your own way, loosely pivoting. You talk about it more, make more of a list, you think about it, and take a little bit of things to action. Are you in the stadium, which is a better place to be, but you're still on the sideline. You're doing it your way and you're getting your version of results, but you're complaining. Or are you on the best level to get the results you want? And at a Super Bowl level on the field. Take a, con- take a very honest look at where you are. And where you are is fine. Because you can change it the next minute. You can change it as soon as you get done with this podcast. But the more you lie to yourself, the more you don't face where you are, the longer you'll complain and the longer you will not be in the game. And the sooner you will fail at what you've been working your ass off to achieve. So I hope you got something from that, my beautiful people. And again, I love to hear your comments. Love to hear what you're thinking. And um, yeah, this is an amazing, amazing topic to talk about. I do hope my friend has changed his way. He's back in the game and his automation is changing more businesses. I'll find out soon. But thank you for tuning in to another episode of the Live Unapologetically podcast. My name is Curtis. And as always, I'll end every podcast this way. Peace and love. Be great to everybody, but most importantly, be great to yourself. Hey, what's up, my beautiful people? Curtis Pipes here. If you enjoy listening to this episode of Live Unapologetically, please subscribe, please review, and please rank this podcast so the more people that do so, like yourself, this will go around the world and impact more people. That is the goal, that is the intention, that is the entire vision. I appreciate your support. Thank you.